There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Breastfeeding your infant provides more than just good nutrition. It also gives you a chance to hold your newborn close, cuddle him, and make eye contact. My guest today is Dr. Alyssa Rutan with Brian Women's Care Physicians, part of Brian Physician Network. Welcome to the show, Dr. Rutan. What is the first thing you tell moms to be about the benefits of breastfeeding? Uh, good morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so, we, we've definitely started talking more about breastfeeding during, uh, pregnancy to make women aware of the benefits of breastfeeding, um, both to the mom and her baby. Um, a lot of women don't know that she can actually benefit herself from breastfeeding. Um, studies have really established that, um, women have a lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes as well as ovarian cancer and breast cancer later in life if they breastfeed their babies. Um, so just from a preventative health care standpoint, this is really, really important for women to know that, th- that this can help to decrease their risk. Um, women are more familiar with the benefits of breastfeeding to the baby, which include um, decreased incidence of acute ear infections in infancy, um, definitely a decreased incidence of diarrhea, um, atopic dermatitis, which is like an allergic reaction on the skin, Asthma, obesity later in life is something that we're really looking into because um, this childhood obesity has become a real problem. And then also type 1 and type 2 diabetes in infants, as well as childhood leukemia and other inflammatory bowels of the um, inflammatory diseases of the bowel, like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, in addition to a decreased incidence of SIDS, um, sudden infant death syndrome, within the first year of life. So there's definitely a a lot of good things that can come out of breastfeeding. How long should a woman potentially think about trying to breastfeed? Well, I tell my patients that, um, you know, I I realize that that there's going to be some limitations to their duration of breastfeeding. Um, any breast milk is better than no breast milk. So as long as she can would be, would be great. The American Academy of Pediatrics, um, and the World Health Organization recommend that women exclusively breastfeed until, um, at least six months of life. And then as long as the, the child and the mother both desire after that. So ideally six months exclusively, but if that's not possible, just as long as she possibly can and, um, any breast milk is better than none. So this is a huge topic, and we could talk about it for a very long time, Dr. Rutan, but let's start with some breastfeeding basics. When a new mom and the baby is just born, how soon do you work on getting that baby to latch on, and what if it doesn't happen right away? So um, another thing that's um, become more uh, talked about lately is the research regarding skin-to-skin and what we call the magical first hour of the newborn. And so immediately after the baby's born, whether it's via uh, vaginal delivery or cesarean delivery, it's really beneficial and has shown to increase the amount of breast milk that the woman makes after six months if we can get that baby skin to skin, the baby's skin to the mom's skin. By doing that, it's not only comforting to the baby, but the baby actually recognizes that it's the smell of the mother as well as the colostrum when they're close to the nipple. And so um, a lot of times the baby will become more alert and ready to feed. It's almost like a person waking up in, in the morning and smelling coffee and saying, oh, that, that smells good. It's the same thing with the baby. They smell the colostrum 
they smell the milk, and then they become more interested in feeding. So ideally, we'd like to get a latch within the first hour of life. If that doesn't happen, just as much skin-to-skin as possible. And most um, hospitals now are training our labor and delivery nurses and our postpartum nurses in helping to assist moms in getting the baby latched. Um, And if they're having difficulties, most hospitals also now offer um, lactation consultant services where we have folks who have done additional training to assist in getting a proper latch so that the mom doesn't experience pain and the baby can express the milk effectively. And mothers worry, new mothers worry that they're not going to have enough milk to feed their baby. How mm-hmm. how much milk comes in at the beginning and does that grow over time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great question because that's the number one reason that women quit breastfeeding is that they feel like they're starving their baby and they're not making enough milk. And a lot of women feel that way because the babies want to feed so often. So really at first the baby's stomach is is very, very small, about the size of an almond. So the baby's only extracting a tiny little bit of colostrum to begin with, which is just concentrated uh, proteins. But after um, a couple of days of nipple stimulation is when the more mature milk comes in. So really the most important thing is knowing that um, frequent feeding is normal. The baby should latch 8 to 12 times a day, and you can liken that to an adult as well. Think about how many times you put something in your mouth every day. It's certainly more than 8. So sometimes the babies just want a little bit of a snack instead of a great big meal. Um, so latching the baby frequently every 2 to 3 hours um, is is uh, what people should do. And then um, the pediatrician's um, as well as the nurses in the hospital will help to monitor the weight of the baby. The baby really shouldn't lose weight past day five. After that, the baby should be gaining um, weight again and regain uh, at the birth weight by day 14. Babies should gain about a half an ounce to an ounce per day if they're transferring milk effectively. So we definitely keep an eye on that. But just because a baby wants to feed frequently doesn't mean you're not making enough milk. It's just, it's very normal because the, the, the human milk is very watery. It's composed of a lot of water versus some other mammals that have a uh, high fat and protein content. So our babies are, are geared to feed every two to three hours. Is so, it normal for a baby to spit up after feeding? Yes. Babies can definitely spit up after feeding. Um, if it's, uh, a large amount or if it's every time, you may want to discuss that with your, um, your, either your family doctor or your pediatrician, whoever is helping take care of your baby. But it is very normal for, for babies to spit up um, after feeding. Mothers worry that if they catch a cold or the flu that they can't breastfeed. Um, in fact, that's, that's actually not true. Um, when you catch a cold, you produce a protein in your body um, called antibodies. And those antibodies help you fight off the virus or the bacteria that's making you sick. And by breastfeeding, you're actually transferring those antibodies through your breast milk and giving them to your baby to decrease the risk that your baby will get that illness. So it's actually very protective if you feed your baby when you're sick. And what about nutrition for mom while she's feeding? Is there any specific guidelines you like to give regarding alcohol, spicy foods, salty foods? Is there anything they need to really watch out for? So um, the first thing that they need to watch out for is making sure that they're taking enough in. Um, 
immediately after delivery and in the postpartum period when your milk is not well established is not the time to be trying to get off your baby weight. So I counsel my patients to increase their caloric intake by 500 calories a day and making sure that they're getting um, good nutrition. So lean meats, vegetables, fruits, the milk actually takes on a specific flavor based on uh, what you eat. And so the babies can actually, their milk will taste different and they'll acquire a taste for wow. the things that you eat. So yeah, it's really interesting that toddlers who are breastfed actually are less, appear to be less choosy when it comes to different flavors. They have a, a wider palette um, of acceptable foods. So That's really cool. Um, you, yeah, it's really cool. You don't necessarily need to alter your diet. You can still eat spicy foods. Um, the alcohol content, is that can be an issue. So for your average 130-pound woman, um, which equals out to be about 60 kilograms, um, the Institute of Medicine says that if alcohol is used, um, that she limit her intake to no more than 0.5 grams of alcohol per kilogram. So what that ends up being is approximately two ounces of liquor, an eight-ounce glass of table wine, or two cans of beer. Now, um, alcohol is transferred through breast milk to the baby, so overall drinking in nursing is not recommended. However, if alcohol is used, that um, is what the Institute of Medicine has given us as a guideline over a 24-hour period over a day. But as far as, um, you know, spicy foods or, uh, you know, one another thing that I will hear is that the folks have been recommended to really push fluids and really you don't have to overexert yourself in drinking water um, that ne- that won't necessarily help with your supply. Um, just drink to your thirst. You know, just pay attention to your thirst signals and just drink until you're not thirsty. And then what about bottles? We don't have a lot of time left, Dr. Rutan, but but mm-hmm. they wonder if pumping is okay. And if you give a bottle to a breastfed baby, is that going to ruin all of the good work that you've done? So, no, there's definitely a lot of women who are going to have to feed their, bo- their baby with a bottle because uh, most women go back to work. Um, so uh, what is usually recommended is that you, you start to introduce uh, potentially one bottle per day between two and four weeks of age by somebody who's not the mother. So um, that the baby still associates mom with being at the breast. Um, but to to minimize the risk of bottle refusal when the baby has to go to daycare, somebody else is taking care of the baby, um, one bottle per day, um, making sure that you get the entire nipple in the baby's mouth um, and that the, the tip of the nipple is at the the back of the baby's mouth toward the upper part of the palate. And there are specific nipples um, that um, folks can ask their uh, friendly lactation consultant. There are some nipples that are more uh, friendly to breastfeeding moms. But in general, the wider ones, the wider base nipples are um, safer in breastfeeding babies because when a baby attaches to a breast, they open their mouth very, very wide to get um, a lot of nipple in their mouth. And so we want to replicate that with um, with a, a bottle as well. And in just the last minute here, your best advice for women, pregnant women, about what they should think about when they know that they're going to want to breastfeed. And tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about your team at Brian Women's Care. Sure. My best advice would be that if, you, um, if, you, if you're committed to breastfeeding and you want to breastfeed, don't get frustrated. There are a lot of folks out here to help. Um, we've seen that a lot of women have a, the intention to breastfeed and the discharge rates from the hospital are very high, 
but because they worry that they're not doing it right or that there's something wrong or they're not making enough milk, they they just don't they don't seek help. And so my biggest um, piece of advice would be to seek out folks who can help you, certified lactation consultants, um, IBCLCs. Usually, that your pediatrician or your family practice doctor can point you in the direction um, to to get some help. And usually the problem is with uh, the way that the baby attaches and latching. So um, just don't give up. Hang in there and, and get help to make sure that, that everything's going okay as far as the baby latching and expressing and transferring milk. Um, so at Brian, we have lactation consultants on the floor. All of our labor and delivery and postpartum nurses receive extra training um, to assist moms in getting baby to the breast. And we are a breastfeeding-friendly hospital, which means that we... Um, try to get the baby to the breast as soon as possible, and we promote skin-to-skin and uh, don't give formula unless it's medically indicated because that can also decrease um, your success at breastfeeding. Um, so we also have some great folks in our community here, several lactation consultants, um, a, a clinic area that's specifically dedicated to breastfeeding. So there's definitely folks out there who can help. La Leche League is a national um, organization um, that that has folks who are willing to help with breastfeeding moms. So that would be my biggest advice is just seek help if things aren't going well. Thank you so much. It's absolutely great information. You're listening to Brian Health Radio, and for more information, you can go to brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.